Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joe. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death and UFOs, and other creepy, Cults, weird, random ghosts. stories. There you go. Yeah. No, uh, I'm just naming things in the room. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a cult of ghosts. <laughs> Gun Radio presents Middle Aged and Mediocre. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Middle Aged and Mediocre Movie Reviews. Movie. That's Mammer. That's how you would Middle Aged and Mediocre Movie Review. Mammer. Mammer. That's what we're calling. That's what shorthand for all the kids out there. (laughs) Hashtag Mammer. That's gonna that's gonna get huge. That's gonna blow up. Yep. So soon it'll just be a mammary. Okay. Uh, We are doing a mammary of a little film. I I could wash all my mammaries away from this this film. film. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're doing the classic, the nineteen eighty nine. Yep. 1989 classic, No Holds Barred. Classic. So you can't just go throwing that word around. Well, what would you call it? it? It was a movie. It was a movie. On, sort on, the, of. on the first uh, movie review, it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Right. Of, loosely. You have very low standards yeah. for what a movie is. I, I had a lot better. Uh, I remember this as a kid. Like I was telling you, we went to go watch... Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh-huh. And this was playing in the theater. Well, uh, so this did and you no see? No one else wanted to watch this. So you were the? So did you go see it? No, I waited for it to come out on VHS. Oh. So it was. You bring up Indiana Jones uh-huh. at the box office. I read this somewhere earlier. It was number two Indiana at the Jones box office. Two? No, no holds barred. Oh, wow. Behind Indiana Jones for like a week. I'm assuming for the yeah, opening I'm week. Sure, yeah, I'm sure. Like after that first week, they were like, "Don't go watch it." Right. Actually, don't have it in the theaters anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan was big in 89. Yeah, yeah, that was when. So, uh, real quick, we were going to, uh, if anybody was, if anybody follows us on Twitter or Facebook, you saw the post asking uh, if people would rather hear, like, a review like this uh-huh. where, that we've done before, where we watch the movie and then we do the episode where we talk about it, or if somebody would, if you guys would prefer, like, a watch-along commentary, yeah. uh, MSTK 3000, or, uh, yeah, kind of thing yeah we were going to try that riff for tracks. this one like a riff tracks yeah uh we were going to try that for this one and we were kind of back and forth but we were like well, let's just do it for this one see what people think sure but uh you really let me down well it was it's not entirely my fault uh i don't know how to redirect the sound away from the movie we were watching uh-huh. so it doesn't come through in the recording. That's definitely a you problem. It's though. definitely a me problem. Yeah. Look, look, I have to do a lot. I mean, I tried. I showed up. <laughs> I've done to... all I can do. I don't know what more you want from me. I have to do a lot <laughs> for this podcast, Joel, and I would appreciate it if well, you didn't blame me for everything. Why don't you just take a leak? Take a leak. <laughs> take a leak. Take a leak. So, yeah, uh, for now, we're going to stick with these kind of reviews. Yeah. Um, but you'll figure that out. If you don't like it, you know. You do better. Yeah. Why don't you do a podcast? Come over to Josh's and don't, but... In a little bit, we'll have an ad that will tell you about how you can do your very own podcast. So, stay tuned for that. But yeah, so we picked No Holds Barred, the 1989 movie, starring, of course... Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yep. As... Rip. As Rip. Just Rip. Rip him. Did he have a last name? Yeah, he does, but I forget what it is. I'm pretty sure... Is his name Rick? Uh, Rip Thomas. Rip Thomas. Yeah. He has yeah. a weird hand signal that he uses the whole movie. It's yeah. like an I love you that we talked about in the one. And hack-a-lantern. Yeah. But you take your index finger and you kind of bend it in half. Right. And that's his little, like after he beats up a bad guy, he like flashes a And ha. sometimes he even has his pinky finger tucked in a little bit. Like there's I mean, nearly no rhyme or rule. He's on so much coke in this movie, <laughs> yeah. he can't control his fingers. Oh, at one point there's like. Uh, ridiculous coke jaw. <laughs> yeah, he just like he has really bad coke jaw. At one He's point, got that Whitney Houston jaw. Well, so we were talking about earlier, uh, Vince. So they had one uh, version of the script for this got yeah. turned into him, 
Vince hated it so much that he gets Hogan yeah. and they go into a room, like a hotel room, I think, uh, or something like that. For like seventy two hours. Lock themselves in yeah. for seventy two hours and rewrite the entire movie. <laughs> they did they did a job. I I don't <laughs> I don't that might be other than like maybe like rock bands from the eighties and stuff in the seventies, yeah. that might have been the most Coke filled seventy two hours. Uh, that needs to be a movie. Vince and like Hulk and Vince, like that it would really, be, you're right. Like a stage play or something. Oh man, that'd I'm be gonna great. I'm gonna start on that, brother. Let's write it. Yeah, we can do it. All right, well, we we can get enough cocaine to, <laughs> to get us through it. Okay, I'm that. As soon as you said cocaine, I'm in. Look, man, I wanna like if I'm if we're doing this, we're doing it right. Yeah. I get I gotta get inside their heads. I'm gonna make my skin look like a hot dog. Yeah, you be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> okay. I don't want to be in Hulk Hogan's right, head. Good. I'll be in Vince McMahon's head. Oh, yeah. uh, Hulk Hogan lives in my head rent free. Rent-free. Not a problem. Uh, Hulk Hogan blocked me on Twitter, so I would say I'm in his head <laughs> yeah. rent-free. Every I day he wakes up. I didn't block him. Nope. So, he could handle you know, your, your truth bombs. I can handle the things he has to say. But you never liked Hulk Hogan, really. I have never liked Hulk I can, Hogan. I, my first wrestling experience was WrestleMania three. So, I mean, that was mm. probably, you know, and I probably watched it, like, a couple years after it came out. So, that's, you know, I, I liked Hulk Hogan. I was never, like, a Hulkamaniac, I don't think. I grew right. tired of it pretty quick. I was excited about this movie as a kid. Zeus, the main bad guy. I mean, like now I enjoy it for different reasons than I think I enjoyed it as a kid. I, I'm sh- I mean, I had to have been a huge fan of this as a kid. Yeah, just but wrestling. I, I honestly don't have, I don't really have many memories of it. No. Uh, as yeah, we my were... memories being at the theater and seeing it there and like wanting to go watch it, but no one else. We had to watch goddamn Indiana Jones. Well, so it's goddamn. <laughs> oh no, you had to watch one of the greatest movies <laughs> yeah. of all time. Poor me. Uh, yeah. While we were watching it, the only two things that really I was like, like it jarred my memories of like you know from when I was a kid uh-huh. was, uh. Like his red and black, that is crazy, and outfits. blue and white yeah. outfit, yeah. like that, and him riding the motorcycle. Yep. And then, of all things, uh, the hotel scene where there's the blanket <laughs> separating them. Like Total I Brady vividly remember episode, that. Yeah. yeah. I remember the what's that smell from a kid from Island. Like that's the thing. the The Dookie thing is what I think this movie's probably most people would immediately be yeah, like even if they didn't know this movie if you just showed that scene yeah i been holding it what's that smell uh so okay so we start this movie off uh it's got a beginning it's got a beginning the <laughs> beginning is uh we're in the wwf like they just uh-huh. straight up say wwf in yeah. this thing world wrestling federation uh it's even got the old you don't blue... see you don't see the, the the i don't think you see the wwf symbol you do you? okay when he's walking out of the ring uh-huh. the the blue flag, the baby blue power oh, yeah. flag they had, the 80s, yeah. well, and the me. gold lettering, it's hanging right there. Right. Uh, so, yeah, Hogan, well, he's Rip. Yep, uh, Rip. But we hear the voices of Jesse Ventura uh-huh. and Mean Gene Oakland doing commentary. Mean Gene, brother. Jesse Ventura, I've seen some outlandish outfits before, but this one takes the cake. Mean Gene, how dare you criticize how I dress? I dress for the occasion, and this is a stupendous occasion, and I'm dressed, of course, stupendously. Stupendously, I think, would have to be the word. Which I wonder if that was ever an actual commentary. Did Mean Gene I'm sure they had to have. That's, I would love to hear Mean Gene on commentary. Yeah. I, Normally, I, he just did the interviews and stuff. I would have loved to have 1993. 96, 97, WCW Mean Gene doing commentary because he was just always drunk. Yeah. Back then, he was always hammered. It would have been amazing. Is Uh, he still alive or did he pass? No, he died not too long, like a few years ago, I think. That's a bummer. And Jesse Ventura, for some reason, looks like Tina Turner. Yeah, Jesse Ventura's got this, like, helmet hair thing on. Uh, Jesse Ventura, who got a percentage of the vote for president of the United States from Alaska. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and then. Former uh, mayor. This really springboarded him into, you know, a lot of good things. Yeah, former mayor. <laughs> our buddy Matt Malona voted for him to be the, uh, uh, like, on the city council or something like that All for right. this area. So Ventura's got a lot going on right now. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we got Ventura and Mean Gene on commentary, and then uh, Howard Finkel Don't as the ring announcer. announcer. And uh, this is so a – It's got that WWF feel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, off the bat, like, you're like, oh, this is cool. This is a WWF movie. This is WWF's first original movie, I would say. Like, first movie 
They later have a studio. Now they have a studio. Yeah, they just put out all types of shit. But uh, Rip is the WWF champion, uh-huh. and he's coming out to uh, take on the challenger, uh, Jake Bullet. Rip and his brother. Rip and he's got his brother with him. Old uh, brother Randy. And they, Randy. they talk about it on the on the announcement like their parents died. Now Rip is like taking care of Randy. Yeah, Randy really comes across as like a twelve year old boy in this, <laughs> but he's clearly thirty. <laughs> Uh, so who's, uh, who's Jake Bullet? Who's the opponent for Hulk? Uh, Demolition, uh, Smash, right? Uh, Axe. Axe, Axe, Axe. Yeah, Bill E. I should know that. We have a Demolition history here. We do have a Demolition history. But they put history. a wig on him. That has to be a wig, because he's bald, right? No, not back then. He I had... I thought he was always kind of, like, had that grandpa bald look. No, 89, like, if he would have... Because he usually has hair, like, slicked back. Okay, bro- yeah. Wet and slicked back. All right. Yeah, it was all was... sticking up. He had like real bad eye makeup on. He has like old Undertaker hair. Uh, Undertaker back in WCW days, with uh, red hair, like yeah. the fro almost. He kind of has that look going on. So yeah, that's he plays Jake Bullet, the most uh, generic looking wrestler, just black tights. But he's getting a title shot. He's getting a title shot. <laughs> uh, match is god awful. Yeah, uh, really bad. Right, everything just happens really quick. No yeah, psychology. we're like we're. It's like ten, twenty seconds into it. Yeah. Hogan's like down and selling, <laughs> yeah. which isn't very Hogan like. No, if you ask me. But then he does his little hand signal, and uh, the music is done by a longtime contributor to WWE and Jim WF Johnston. music, Jim Johnston. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as Hogan's coming out to the ring, Rip. As Rip's coming out to the ring, one of the most of this movie. There's a ton of this movie that. You can clearly tell they went back in the studio and had to dub over yeah. because they didn't, for whatever reason, didn't probably because like, Hogan's takes like, yeah, were... didn't like the line or something. Or but one of the dub overs is Hogan's walking out of the ring is just, uh, I'm going to get you, Jake Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're supposed to believe Jake Bullet is a real threat here in the main event. Number one contender. I don't know. Maybe not. And then uh, what did Hogan use as finisher in this movie? The, uh, uh, you would double, expect the leg drop, action, right? Yeah, I was waiting for a leg drop and, you know, maybe a body slam. But, but no. uses a double axe handle. Double axe handle, the axe bomber. Yeah. Which was his, uh, that was his finisher he used in Japan. Japan. Yeah, so, uh, uh, what was I going to say about that? Uh, oh, he so he does the big boot, though. Uh-huh. Like, before he does the yeah. axe bomber, he still uses the same big boot setup. But just no leg drop. But they don't bump it. Jake Bullet just stands there dazed. Oh yeah, they do that a lot. Boot. It's just a video game thing where like you daze your opponent. Yeah, he just kind of stands there. Uh, so most of this movie is just uh, random camera shots to the fighters, Jake or uh, Hogan and Zeus and Growling. Stan Hansen is yeah. in this movie, and like a bunch, a couple other wrestlers, and it's just close-ups of these guys' face. And then it was going like, snarling. Like, that's the whole thing. Uh, it's pretty awful. That and like uh, TV ratings. So if you're interested in behind the scenes TV work. Yes. I'm sure this is 100% accurate of how a real TV studio. And hey, that's the entire plot of this movie, by yeah. the way. The entire plot of this movie is that there's a television network that's getting poor ratings. WTN. World. WTN. Yeah. Uh, and they're getting these poor ratings. Because of how great and successful WWF is. The match is like we just saw. On another channel, apparently. Yeah. And it's if you didn't know, obviously, that Vince McMahon wrote this. <laughs> like, it, yeah, WWF is the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And this TV studio can't get ratings because of this one show. Rip is ripping it too well. So, like, they get to that board meeting. They were watching the wrestling match. Right, because that's the only thing <laughs> everyone's focused on. Wrestling is the thing yeah. right now. 89. And our bad guy in this movie is uh, played by his name is Kurt Fuller. Brell, yeah, Burrell. in the movie, and he's played by Kurt Fuller. And uh, if you're listening to us right now and you're going like, I don't know who Kurt Fuller is, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, liar. <laughs> as soon as you see him, uh, he is in everything. He's uh, in, I the thing that like I remember most from is probably Wayne's World. The th- I remember most from, we talked about this on uh, another movie review, uh, Psych. The show Psych. Okay. He plays uh, this the uh, coroner named Woody. and uh, that's what. But I do know him from Wayne's he's World. He's a too. hell of an actor. He's great. He's the best part he, of this movie. Yeah, he was like on another planet in this movie. Just He was so good as like the bad guy. 
He's got his two little minions. Like, uh, what is it? one looks like Andy Samberg's uncle. One does look exactly like Andy yeah. Samberg's uncle. Uh, yeah, he goes all the way back to 1984 is when Kurt Fuller got a start in uh, the TV show Knight Rider. He was just a cameraman on a random episode. But he was in a lot of TV shows. Uh, he was in the movie The Running Man with Arnold. I do remember that. That's a great movie. Uh, another one of Arnold's movies, Red Heat. Uh, so, yeah, he started doing some movies, No Holds Barred. Uh Bunch of nothing from there. Just then, Wayne's World. He's back as Russell, which I think he was a TV executive, yeah, right? Yep, he was an evil TV executive trying to steal the ba- local. Helps, yeah, help. But I think he turns good at the end, or something like that. Something there's, movie. yeah, yeah. So he's been around for a little while. Everybody knows. If, as soon as you see him, you know who he is. Uh, especially if you're a fan of the show, Psych. He has great lines in this movie. He goes, he's a great uh, he is a really good actor he's good in this movie but some of his dialogue is just so bad yeah so he asked this uh one of the people on like the, the office people they're at a board meeting and he asked the one woman to i guess pitch a new tv show yeah and she has a terrible idea for something yeah a sitcom of something so he tells her take a leak take a leak <laughs> apparently that means you're fired i she's back later oh she is yeah, yeah. so he's literally just like go to the bathroom so she just went <laughs> Okay. You're banished to the bathroom. Uh, he ends up, what he wants is Hulk, is Rip. Rip. He wants Rip. If he can just he get Rip. He wants that jock ass. He's going to turn everything around if he can get Rip. That's what he likes to say. He calls him jock ass. Jock ass. <laughs> so, yeah, he brings Rip in for a, for a sales pitch. Uh-huh. And he ends up offering him a blank check. Yeah. Right into your mouth. I guess if you're failing, like <laughs> you're struggling as a news a TV network. So badly that you, although this guy also, like, his whole, he's got all these artifacts. Yeah. And, like. A bust of his own face. His bust, which is pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty Yeah, good. if I was going to be an evil villain. I, I wonder would... if he's based off Ted Turner. Would 89 have been? Uh, that would have been. We didn't been... really. No, I don't re- think. We're really going down the wrestling road right now. Yeah, so no, I don't think audience, he was. But... No, like, Vince, I, like, a lot of Brell. The character of Brell, like, I definitely see Vince in Yeah, him. yeah. Uh, like, there's a part I wrote down here. I took a note. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Like, he's saying something. Oh, so after the first, they end up coming up with this show, we'll get to it in a second, where dudes basically just fight and kill each other. And then they talk the next day about the ratings that came in for it. And then one of the guys is like, "We got these telegrams, though, sir." And, yeah. and people are upset, and kids are, kids are, you know, shocked by this. Yeah. And he starts in with the. They were watching though. Yeah, they? they were watching. It was very Vince man. He's like, "Let them talk. Yeah. Let them say what they want. They're still no watching." Such bad, no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. So very Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's fingerprints are all over this movie. I think. Yeah. Like a little. Well, he, I mean, he did a bunch of coke with Hulk Hogan and wrote it. But you can tell like his opinions, like about yeah. news. Ex- uh, so they do, uh, so, okay. So Hogan turns down the job offer. Yep. Uh, in a weird little, they, they go again. Like you just see close ups of like Hogan's face and then Kurt Fuller's yeah. face. Kurt like fills up Hogan. Kind he, of he, tries he to stop him from leaving the room. Time, yeah. and, even though Hogan it rips his big guy, like he's, he's Fuller's kind of a, so they send Hogan home in a limo. Yep. They have a limo taking him That's back. That's nice of him. And the limo, uh, all of a sudden, the windows and the all the windows and stuff and the little divider all go up. But they're like metal. But they're like metal dividers. <laughs> Hogan <laughs> Hogan immediately freaks out and starts hitting them, and the the driver immediately starts swerving. Yeah, he can't drive like that. <laughs> he can't drive like that. So Hogan just completely tears up the whole back seat. Uh, but the driver gets them to like this abandoned. Uh, Abandoned factory of some sort. Yeah, <laughs> these guys are waiting. We get our first fight scene. Hogan jumps out of the top, like breaks through the roof of the car, like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. It's a very Incredible yeah, Hulk scene. Now yeah, that you say that it really was. He jumped up. Yeah, they like lands and has that stance. Yep. Yeah, ah, it was really. It was very Incredible Hulk. Sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, Marvel would probably just file a lawsuit. So they were <laughs> like, we'll, "We'll we'll show you." Uh, so yeah, then we get uh, he beats a shot of. All these guys, yeah. we get the lock, the coke jaw scene is oh, during yeah. this. When he's fighting them, they all attack one at a time, which is very nice very of them. Very polite yeah. of them. That's how you do. 
Uh, you gotta keep it fair. He finally. Oh, there's a very uh, happy-go-lucky pop rock song. Yeah. Playing during the fight scene doesn't fit at all. It's like a training montage song. I don't even know what it's it is. Not even it's that. not even. It's not a fight. So. Uh, I think it's called like uh, we saw it at the end. Uh, the band like NRBQ or something like that. Barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> The only song that they actually got that anybody knows about on this is All My Rowdy Friends, which should have been playing. Like, that would have fit. Yeah. Anything with this song, which I think is called uh, Going to a Party Yeah, by Narbicue. He's going to party about kicking ass. And that's where the scene is where he picks up the driver. And he's like, what's that smell? And it shows the driver's ass. And it's just somehow shit got all over the back of his pants. It's so much shit. So much shit. He goes... Dookie! But, yeah, so Hogan uh, grabs him and, yeah. what's that smell? And then the guy's like, Dookie! <laughs> and Hogan says, Dookie! Dookie! That's how that guy was credited in the movie. <laughs> what's that smell? <laughs> the actor is that what he is? Yeah, character character uh, Dookie. So yeah, once so we get that, uh, then Hogan Rip goes to yeah, that guy is Dookie D U K E Y <laughs> Jeff McKnight. Uh, so Hogan goes to a meeting with, I really don't know what he was doing. Like, what, I don't know what the scene even was. I guess the, maybe the, the, the girl like got the meeting made cause he's like with the pitch of trying to get rip like more exposure and yeah, it was so weird. Like it was just another boardroom meeting Yeah, where rip just, you know, comes walking in, but then there's like a different, a new girl there. Who rip like I fucks? Yeah, and then he's like finds out the name Sam, and he looks it back. He's like Sam, but that's not a guy. <laughs> like you can't believe that like a Sam could be a girl. He Hogan, so Hulk Hogan is <laughs> one of the worst actors of all time, top two. Uh, but he Rip does not have any chill during the scene. <laughs> no subtle. Like, he is, he's eye-fucking her. Yeah. He's, like, biting his lip. Yeah. He's basically turning into that cartoon wolf <laughs> that his eyes bug out. It's all pretty girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of awful. It's a lot of awful. Uh, so then we go to the bar. We get a bar scene with Kurt Fuller and his two cronies. Yeah. They're at this bar in their nice business suits. And, uh, because they're having, like, bar fights in there. Yeah. But so bar wrestling matches. Well, it's not a bar fight. They have, like, a little... They have, like, a little ring set up. Yeah. So, and tires. Uh, this is, like, this was where I was thinking, like, oh, this is Vince McMahon. Like, this is just... This is his idea of what common people are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's in this redneck Man, bar. I gotta work till 5.30, I gotta get off and go to the bar and watch some bar wrestling. And just be an awful person. Like, just be <laughs> the, a base human being. Yeah, like, everyone has really bad teeth and just... Just are dirty. Yep. <laughs> you can tell they, they can't, like, they say dumb things. Yeah, no one speaks with any sort of intellect. and It's definitely Vince McMahon going, hey, these are normal people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll write this scene, Hogan. <laughs> We need some coke, brother. Uh, so we do, though, meet. Uh, we find out that Stan Hansen's in this movie. Yep. He plays a gentleman named Neanderthal. And he pretty much is. And he pretty much is. Yeah. But I feel like he's just Stan. Yeah. He's just a fun-loving guy. Uh, we see the two uh, the two nerdy sidekicks. The lackeys. The lackeys. They go to the, they, the, they go to the bathroom. Yeah. And, like, this scene is so fucking long. <laughs> Just them walking through the bar, down the hallway, uh, into the bathroom. Don't touch anything. Like, it's just the two nerdiest, geekiest. They're in suits. You know, they're just the sore thumbs. You know, they don't belong yeah. there. But then they finally find, like, the, they go to the, they look at the trough. Yeah, it's like a latrine deal. 
Yeah, it's full of like shitty water. I don't think that's water. Like legitimately shit water. Yeah. Uh, and like they're like all disgusted and panicked one second, and then the next they just start peeing, and it just free opens them they're up. Super confident. Just cutting on everybody. Making no care fun of in the world. Yeah, talking about like how shitty the people are yeah. there, and well, well. They didn't check the stalls nope. because they fucking... Hear, they hear a bunch of farts. Stan goddamn Hanson's <laughs> in the stall. Why? Why? What do we got here? A teeny wing. And here's another. It ain't even worth it. Uh, so Hanson walks out. Grabs them both by the back. You think he's really going to fuck them up. But instead, uh, he gets, he kind of leans in. <laughs> yep. And he gets a real good eye full of both of their dicks. Yeah. Which is weird. He's like, teeny weenies. Yeah, teeny wieners. Not even worth it. <laughs> uh, yeah, then he just walks off. So, uh... Then we find out that the uh, that Brell, the the bad guy here, he's seen the two get like the bar fights, which Stan Hansen comes in at the end of one of them, uh, and he fucking beats the hell out of the dude. Yeah. Just Stan Hansen though grabs a keg, and pokes takes his it. thumb, <laughs> and just pokes a hole in it, and then drinks it. Holds it up over his head and just yep. Yeah, so Stan Hansen's your uh, That's your, some winner shit. your bar champion for now, <laughs> but this gives Brell the idea to make the to make a new show. Called Battle of the Tough Guys. <laughs> Battle of the Tough Guys. <laughs> they clearly spent all of one hour thinking of the title. They're like, of the show. not even. They're like, well, can't be Battle. It can't be Tough Man. That's already taken. Right. Well, it'll be Tough Guys. So as he's doing the, uh, we see him airing an announcement, letting everyone know because this apparently, like, I, I thought no one watched this channel. Yeah. Because, but they're on the radio. Because, because of the WF show. But when he's airing this announcement of this new TV show, everyone is watching yep. this new this announcement. It's $100,000 tax-free. To all to any of the tough guys. Yeah, tough when guys. The, so we get a montage of tough guys <laughs> that hear this. One of them hears it on a CB radio. Yeah, he jumps up in the cab of his truck. This announcement is so big <laughs> that it's coming through the CB radio. Over and out. Uh, so then we go back to the bar uh, where they've got a f- camera crew set up now to, f- ep- to tape the first episode tough guys. of Battle of the Tough Guys. And we meet, uh, do you remember any of the any of the wrestlers or the fighters' names? No, they're awful. We meet three of them. We meet uh, Rock Chisler. Rock Chisler, yeah. And then uh, Bulldog. Just Bulldog. Just Bulldog. And then finally, uh, Klondike Kramer. I do remember Klondike Kramer. <laughs> who's uh, just... Spraying himself with something. Awful looking. He kind of looks like Terry Funk mixed with Sandman. <laughs> yeah, it's... They're all awful. So they're sitting there. They're getting ready to do this thing. And then uh, a wall falls in. Like, I don't know what... It, it was just a wall. Yeah. Like, this Lovely. random no metal wall there. fell in. And a light comes through, and everyone looks at this light and like this open space with like guffawed looks. Yeah. And in walks Zeus. Zeus wearing his best prison shirt. Still has his prison shirt on. Still has it. It's it's. And uh, Zeus is the only reason why Hulk Hogan isn't the worst actor in the world. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's why I said he's top two. Unfortunately, Hogan has twice the lines <laughs> Zeus does. Uh, there. So he walks in like like you like he picks up a, some woman walks over to him and yeah. is like, you can't just do that you know yeah. can't. he grabs her by the fucking face <laughs> and like holds her up and just drops her, her like yeah. twenty feet. Uh, but like you said, he still has his prison shirt on yeah. and it's like six sizes too small and a weightlifting belt and it's a he's got style. Yeah, he's got uh, grace. <laughs> he's he's great. Zeus is graceful. Uh, so he walks towards Brell, and we get this weird dramatic close-ups of both yeah, of them back and forth. so many close-ups. Uh, and then uh, Brell, or not Brell, Zeus ends up uh, fucking murdering Stan Hansen, um, I think, which is yeah, really he sad. Did. He did. Even, like, in a movie, I'm like, that's not how that would go. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he maybe kills him. Like, he grabs, like, a head, he grabs his hair. And pulls out a handful and like, Even though, wouldn't it be all wet and everything and sweaty? He looked pretty sweaty. I, it was 
It was weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... That's why I shaved my head. I don't want anybody grabbing out handfuls of hair. <laughs> That's the entire reason. <laughs> uh, so we find out, we, we see that, that uh, Hogan and uh, his brother and his trainer are all watching this show. And we find out that uh, Hogan's trainer was Zeus's trainer. Yep. But... Uh, couldn't control him. Couldn't control him. Huh. And then he heard that Zeus went to prison uh, for killing a kid in the ring... After the bell. After the bell. Yep. If he would have done it during the bell. That'd be fine. It's fine. Yeah. But after the bell, nope. no killing. We can't <laughs> allow that. Sorry, Zeus, you're going to jail. Uh, and, you know, Hogan looks on worried and makes grunting noises. <laughs> yeah, he growls a little bit. Uh, Whimpers. And that's when we get the, uh, you know, uh, the ratings are in. This is the, the they, they crazy won. ratings, but yeah, kids are Kids are losing their shit, and parents are like, how dare you show this? Uh, so then we go, we immediately go to episode two of yeah. Tough Guys, uh, Battle of the Tough Guys. And episode one was back in the bar, the shitty bar where yeah. they found everything. They're like, we'll just record here. Yeah. Bring all the million dollars worth of equipment Which, production. You know, there's a reason why uh, movies and things and TV shows, they use sound stages. Yep. It's so they can, you know, have control the sound. Like, if you're just going to a random bar... That would be the, a nightmare yeah. for people to try to film. But, yeah, so they could have easily just reconstructed this goddamn place. Anyways, that's my biggest problem with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not realistic nope. as far as the TV studio goes. Uh, so then we see uh, Zeus is fighting down, like, in a factory yeah, of some so sort. They're, like, people are welding around. Those dudes working. Just working. Yeah. Just trying to get through their ship. <laughs> yeah. like, people are fighting. Yeah, these dudes have real problems in their life. <laughs> And Zeus is down there just beating the shit out of uh, a dude named uh, Lugwrench Perkins. Yeah, and he had a giant wrench with him. In the movie. Yeah, and uh, he's played by a fella named Jeep Swenson. Uh, And Jeep Swenson ended up being in... Back in WCW at some point. He painted his face, but I can't remember what his name was. He was uh, uh, Z Gangsta. Z Gangsta. Yeah. Yeah, so he was back. Him and Zeus both showed up. For Uncensored. Yep. Uh, let me see if I can find him. Um, he, has, he has a, like a comically cartoonish wrench that he tries to fight Zeus with. and Oh, it's a giant. Zeus, Zeus, who still hasn't said one word yet this whole movie. He just right. grunts. And, oh, no, he did. He said his name. That first scene where he came in and the guy went in the room. The, uh, what's his name? Kurt Fuller character went in the ring to congratulate him. He just said, Zeus. Zeus. What was the name? Zeus. Love it. So, uh, looking up Jeep Swenson uh, to see what he did just to make sure he played the gangsta. I'm pretty uh, sure he did. He did, but so it made me... It, he had the worst mustache. He had a walrus mustache, and they painted his face gray. Uh, I forgot about this until I, until I just looked up his name. So when he came into WCW, uh, he was in the Alliance to End Hulkamania. Okay. And he was originally named... Uh, so he wasn't the gangsta. That's what Zeus oh, was. Oh, Zeus was called Zeus. Yeah. yeah. So he was originally named when he first... Like, the first night they brought him into uh-huh. this thing... Uh, the final solution. Oh, the final. Wait. Which, if you remember what the final solution was. I do. That's not a good thing to <laughs> no. name. So, WCW got a lot of complaints. Uh, well, Turner Corporate had a lot of complaints from Jewish organizations. And so his name uh, was changed to the ultimate solution. Oh, not the second to final solution? Not to, not to the. <laughs> this is actually the final solution. Uh, yeah, so Jeep Swenson, he also played. Uh, he was in quite a few movies. Um, uh, he was, uh, oh, he was actually James Conn's real, like, real-life bodyguard. Um, but he was in the movie, I don't know if you remember this movie or not, uh, Bulletproof? Yeah. Adam Sandler and yeah. Damon Wayans, he was in that. Uh. You should have watched that. But he's, his biggest acting, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd watch Bulletproof yeah. again. His biggest, uh, film role came in 1997 when he played Bane in Batman and Robin. The very terrible Batman and Robin uh-huh. movie with Arnold and yeah, yeah, he and played Bane. Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Yeah, yeah. 
sucked. Jeep Swenson died of a heart failure oh. uh, August 18th, 1997. So same year Batman and Robin came out. That sucks. Jeez. Uh, he was 40. And, was he alive uh, when he was in WCW? He was alive. Okay. All nope, right. He was not. WCW did not figure out how to make zombies. <laughs> Uh, he was 40 years old. Hulk Hogan, Davy Boy Smith, and James Kahn gave eulogies at his funeral. Wow. Uh, so he was also, he wrestled for World Class Championship Wrestling in 87 and 88. Uh, so he was actually, he started act. he was going to be a wrestler, I think. And just wasn't, uh, he feuded with Bruiser Brody. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, so that's a little bit about Jeep Swinson. Back to the movie, though. Uh, where are we at in the movie? So he just beat Jeep Swenson, and uh, I think this is when... Is this when Rip and the girl go on their little trip? Yeah. Yeah, so Rip... Again, I don't know what... So the girl, Samantha, ends up... It turns out she's working for Bro. Yeah. She's been hired to seduce Rip uh-huh. and get him to, I guess, join the network? Yeah, I never made it clear. But I didn't catch the part... Where we know what she's saying she's doing. Yeah. Like, what is she... I, I think she went in just to try to explain how she could make Rip more money, but then Rip was like, oh, man, she's hot. And, like, that's when they went on their little date at the restaurant. So she's just a random person that can yeah. make him more money. Yeah. Like, she's, and like, she an advisor of She some was a sort. woman. That was enough for Rip. Okay. So, yeah. Also, when they first uh, go out... They go out one night for a business meeting. Her choice. Her choice, and it's a fancy restaurant. Oh, yeah. It looks like a church. It's huge. It's huge. Uh, and then uh, and the so, waiter doesn't thinks rips out of place. Everyone, you know, is like, "Oh, this guy doesn't belong here." But turns out the whole restaurant knows him, and he has a special there. And yeah, he can speak. Uh, he can speak French. He can, he can grunt in French. He can grunt in French. Growl in French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then they they fly to wherever they're going. Again, I have no idea. Like they just randomly do yeah, things well, in this movie. Where are they, going? they they clearly had the uh, the TV network plot. Yeah, like they knew what they wanted to do with that plot and have Zeus. They Vince did a Vincent Hogan did that. They did a great job writing uh-huh. that plot line. Like that's clearly understandable. Everything else else yeah. going on in this movie, I have no fucking idea. Why are they on that trip? But they're on the trip, and uh, turns out that they only had one room. Well, first they go to a diner. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he says that, you know, because she's talking about all the things that are planned and uh, already scheduled. And he's like, well, as long as they didn't choose dinner. <laughs> yeah. So his dinner choice is they've been to the fancy restaurant. Sure. And he's shown that he he can hang with the fancy folks. high rollers. But now they are at a little backwoods restaurant. Little diner. Little diner, yeah. and it's just common folk. Yep. It's just the common but people. But he fits in just as well there. Fits in just as well, wearing yeah. his spandex <laughs> outfit. Oh, him and spandex. Uh, but crazy enough, two guys run into Robert. Right place. in the middle of the day. Right in the middle of the day with Rip in there. What luck. Uh, Always have guns. Just come in with guns. Blazing. Rip has an exchange with a sassy black lady. Yep. So don't forget that. Because uh, she wasn't married. Because when Vince and Hogan were writing this, they were like, let's see, black woman. Yeah. Uh, they're all sassy, <laughs> yeah. and they're all black and kind of southern. So there we go. All black women are black. And southern and sassy. Vince knew that, yes. Yeah, so he knew that. Uh, yes, and uh, I get what you said. No, I get what I said. Uh, so then Hogan beats the shadow of them both, sort of. He kind of throws the one, and then the other guy that's standing there with a loaded gun, yeah. you assume, Hogan just throws a bunch of pies at him. And he just keeps not shooting them. And this guy has no idea how. Like when he first stands up, like he's a giant six foot seven man in blue spandex. And the guy looks away at something else. Like he's like, what's <laughs> happening? Yeah. So he like ripped the stool from the bar and threw oh, it Oh, ripped him. it. Yeah. That's why his name's Rip. That is why his name's Rip. He can Rip. rip things up. Wow. Yeah, he throws a fucking stool. Those things are like bolted into the floor. Yeah. But, but he ripped. meets him, and they all clap for him. And you're like, wait, are they dead? Did they get their guns? Yeah, he killed two men. Yep. Like, he killed, that's <laughs> simple as that. Uh, but vigilante justice. That's rip him and rip him. So then uh, we go to the hotel room, and uh, there's only one bed. Sexual tension. So, yeah. So high. And, you know, Rip, Thick. Rip. Uh, he while she's in the bathroom, he's like, putting up blankets to, like, make, like, a divide yep. on the bed. 
and he's doing mouthwash. He's rinsing his mouth out, and then she like opens the bathroom door, and she's wearing, which we find out she's supposed to be seducing him. Yeah. So she's wearing like a bra and panties and like skimpy little panties. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, a uh, rip, is also wearing <laughs> women's panties. <laughs> Rip's underwear is even shorter. Than he that. has on short shorts. Yeah. At first, but then she wakes up in the night. And the beds are rocking. Is he beating his dick? <laughs> you don't know. The beds are rocking. Yeah, it's implied that Rip is uh, jerking off yeah. until she peeks Pe- over, uh-huh. and he's doing push-ups with his feet on the bed. Like any, you know, very. Thank you very much, Rip. I'm trying to fucking sleep. Yeah, but he's got on women's, women's panties. Uh-huh. I mean, they're that's what they are, right? That's what they did in the eighties. <laughs> so. I mean, whatever, man. That's wait, cool. Wait, wait. You're not wearing women's panties right now? No, I am now, but okay. 2020. <laughs> okay. This was the 80s. Yeah, okay. I just love this. I thought, I can't believe they would do that. You thought you were the first one. I thought I invented it. Yes. Nope. Hulk Hogan beat you to it. That's uh, like everything else. Yep. Hulk Hogan ruined my life. Damn it, Hulk. Uh, uh, so, yeah, then, uh, but Hogan's like perving on her while she's sleeping. Yeah. He's like peeking over the blanket with his little underwear it's, on. Yeah, so Hogan, like Hogan's supposed to be the hero and like d- Mister Do-Gooder, but '89, like you could still be a total fucking creep. Yeah, and you were still the good guy. Like whatever, because he beat up guys that were even worse than him. Yeah, that's all it takes. <laughs> uh, so then we go back to uh, we get the scene with Brell and uh, Samantha, the chick. Yep, and he's what... pissed off because she didn't seduce him. Uh, now she likes him. So and he just want... hauls off and fucking smacks her. Yeah. You know, when you're a big TV exec like that, I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but sometimes, you know, emotions run high. That's true. I mean, it's a <laughs> cutthroat business. Uh, he sends people out to rape her. Yeah. And, like, Hogan happens to be... Riding his bike right there. Right there. And that's what we remember as kids. Hogan, like, with that guy on the front of his bike. And even yeah. Does the, even does the hand signal, like, why he's riding the guy around on the bike. Yeah, his weird little... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then he comes back and, like... Dude, Hawk Hogan's <laughs> acting in this is is on par with Tommy Wiseau's from the room. He, like, tries to merge their heads together. Like, I think... I see It's his, literally... We see Hulk Hogan's first ever hug. Yeah, first human contact. He doesn't know how to do it. It's such an awkward, weird scene. I just saw it IMDb as I'm looking here. There's apparently a Bulletproof 2, possibly. We'll get back to that later. I might have to end this whole podcast to watch this trailer. Um. Yeah. So Hogan is like. I mean, everyone gives. Uh, have you uh, Have you watched the room? No. The famously terrible. Like, I know movie. of it, but I haven't seen it's it. The greatest thing of all time. Yeah. It's like the. I've watched it so many times. I watched the rip, the live riff tracks for it. Uh-huh. No matter how you watch it, it's an amazing watch. Sure. But everybody like Tommy Wiseau is the director, the main guy in it, and he's just the absolute worst actor. In the world. Not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Watching this movie, watching No Holds Barred, Hulk Hogan is zero percent better. Someone chose Hulk Hogan for that. Like that guy made that movie himself. Wrote yeah. It, directed everything. I mean, I guess Hogan wrote this one himself. Yeah, but I mean, still, like people were like, "Yeah, we're gonna make." People thought this was gonna do a lot better. Well, this was a. I mean, but this was a Vince McMahon movie. Yeah. So Vince. Like he thought, well, Hogan had been in Rocky, yeah, uh, Rocky Two, I think it was. It's Rocky Two, Rocky Three. Uh, he was in a Rocky. What is it? I said he was in. He a He was Rocky. in one of them. Yeah. What one was it? That's bothering me now. You have to look. Oh, uh, I am looking. I'm not IMD. It's the one with Clever Lang, I think. Uh, Rocky Three. Okay, Rocky Three. Yeah, he's Thunder Lips. What year was that? Like so 80, that's eighty two. Eighty two. Oh wow, damn. So let's see here. He was in, uh, yeah, 82 when uh, Thunder Lips. And he really wasn't, he wasn't Hulk Hogan yet. Yeah. I, I mean, like he eight. was, but not like, you know, he wasn't as known. There was no really Hulkamania yet. Uh, I'd say the Rocky appearance probably helped a lot. It helped yeah. a lot. Uh, so then, let me see. So his next movie, so that's 82. Uh, he showed up in uh, The Love Boat, The A-Team. He was doing some TV appearances. Uh, Dolly. Uh, let me see. So I'm gonna guess that yeah, the No Holds Barred is his next movie. Uh-huh. So it's his first like 
But yeah, like Vince assumed this was gonna. He was a, Hogan was the champ. I mean, Hogan sold all the merchandise and stuff. So then after that, like Hogan went on, he showed up in a Gremlins two. I remember that the new batch. Yep. Uh, and then his next movie was Suburban Commando. Uh, and then after that, I believe Mr. Nanny yep. is probably after that. Uh, it li- IMDb lists every WF show that he shows up on. Yeah, then Mr. Nanny, Thunder in Paradise, uh, the movie and the TV show. And that's why he left WWF was to do Thunder in Paradise, right? Yeah, or I guess just a, just a TV video. There was no movie. Uh, yeah, he did Thunder in Paradise, Thunder in Paradise 2, 3. He showed up in Baywatch. Uh, yeah, so Santa with Muscles, Three Ninjas, High Unit, Mega Mountain. So, uh, yeah. But terrible, terrible actor. He's the worst. And this 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 is his first big role, and it's just awful. Yeah, so... Uh, so then we get... Uh, Randy and uh, Hogan's brother in this movie, Randy. Yeah, and his best friend. Which is kind of funny, because WCW, they had a jobber called Randy Hogan. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so it looked looked like kind of like the uh, 70s porn star version of this uh-huh. Randy. Uh, but him and his buddy go to uh, one of the battle, the, the tough guys or fights. The factory or wherever the hell it is. They end up getting Randy ends up getting beat up by Zeus. They run into the, the Kurt Fuller, yeah, the, exec, the TV execs, and the friend says like, uh, "We're no fans of Zeus. Yeah. We're he's Hulk. He's Rip's brother." <laughs> yeah. So then, um, Zeus almost murders Randy Hogan. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Why uh, wouldn't you? Then we get the amazing hospital scene <laughs> with Hulk Hogan's most dramatic scene ever crying. in film. He's crying. He's it's He's just holding that hands over the top yeah. dramatic. So terrible. Uh, this now Hogan's ready to fight Zeus. Yep. He turned him down to the park. He went and found the gym or whatever. Yeah, because Zeus shows up in a helicopter to the park. Yeah, where Hogan's having uh, rips sports for kids day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, and, and Hogan, Rip, turns down the fight. But now he goes to the Zeus's gym, which is filled with Hulk Hogan posters. Well, sure, he, Zeus is getting ready, you know. Just constantly seen as enemy, I guess. Yep. Uh, breaks everything, rips it apart. Kurt, Zeus, the bad guys are watching on TV. Uh, close, yeah, close, close circuit. Yep. Uh, yeah, so we get, uh, so he accepts the challenge right there. He says oh, yeah. he wants... He wants Zeus. He's ready to do this. You don't this. nearly kill Hulk Hogan's brother, Rip's brother. You do not. Uh, so, it's the night of the event. Well, I like the montage. Like, Zeus is training for the fight. And, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. trying to get his brother walking again and stuff. <laughs> it shows his brother, like, you know, struggling to walk across, like, the little thing where it has the arm rails. Where he's yeah. Supporting him, so he's supporting himself. Right. Walking across, you know, and Hogan's real. He can't train for this fight. He's got to help his brother. He's got to help his brother. So, I he's mean, at a disadvantage. Their parents are gone. All, each other's all probably yeah no they said it that's oh, okay at the beginning of the movie they're like their parents died in some crash or something and hogan's always like they just mentioned that before his fight with uh the bullet guy or whatever what was his name oh yeah uh jack bullet yeah yeah uh yeah so i'm so now that you mentioned the the, the montage i remember while we were watching it i am shocked with Vince McMahon having his hand in this uh-huh that those scenes weren't zeus like Deadlifting a thousand pounds, yeah, he was and like punching cinder blocks. He was like, but he was also just using machines. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's a rowing machine. A rowing machine. <laughs> like, I'm just shocked that Vince didn't have him. Like, yeah, like just like overhead up. pressing eight hundred pounds. Yeah. And Vince liked him big and strong. Yeah, and Vince, you know, he's a he's well known to be like a bodybuilder uh-huh. guy. Like, loves that. Had yeah. his own WBF yep. World Bodybuilding Federation. Yeah. So I just can't believe he didn't have like just show that off. But anyway, lost lost opportunity, Vince. Uh, I think looking back, I'll be listening to this. It'll be his it'll be his biggest regret. Kicking himself in the butt. Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, Jockass, (laughs) jockass. So it's the night of the event. uh, As uh, Randy is in the wheelchair with his buddy, and they got a girl with them, and then uh, Samantha's there. Yep, and they go off an elevator. And then the guards swoop in, grab Samantha, take her back in the elevator. And as the the friend of Randy's and the girl turn to try to see what's going on, Randy, they zoom in on Randy's face yeah. in the wheelchair, and he goes, "Tell me what the hell's going on!" 
<laughs> they love to zoom in this. It was the most zoomed in, dramatic, yeah. awful take. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I just completely blew up the microphone. My earbuds. Uh, so then we get uh, Hogan. It's a very and, dramatic scene, though. We get Rip and Hogan and Zeus facing off. Uh-huh. And then we get just the whole thing. It's So it's their match. Like, this whole thing's been built up to this. Yeah. Zeus has murdered people. Everyone's, like, all dressed up in their best clothes yeah. and stuff. And but before this, like, audience. Zeus is fighting in factories and bars. Yeah. And he's murdering people. Yeah. But now the big payoff is just your basic-ass wrestling match. Yep. In an in an octagon ring, a little tiny ass ring. Yeah, and it's just basically the whole there's thing. There's no referee because there's no rules. Because remember, Stan Hansen said that in the bar. Right. The referee's not in the ring because there's no rules and just don't kill the guy. So other yeah. than that one, and rule, I mean that's a pretty relaxed rule. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, try not to, try not yeah. to kill a guy. If he dies, he dies. Also, you know, no holds are barred. Yeah. Not a one. I have a lot of death holds now. You know, I think we could have found somebody different than Hulk Hogan because he has, like, four holds, and they're all pretty basic. So, Zeus has two holds, and they're even more basic. One of them just a yell. Remember when he he was, like, holding the brother up? He screamed. Like, the most high-pitched scream. (laughs) So, yeah, so that's... So, okay. So, okay, real quick. The whole... (laughs) The whole match between these two is basically just back and forth zoom-ins on Zeus and Hogan's face. Yeah. And it's just like their best orgasm faces. <laughs> it's awful. But watching this, like, it, you realize, like, at its core, Zeus is a mentally ill, <laughs> in, like, ex-inmate. Yeah. And, yeah, he grabs, so, like, Hogan's brother grabs him at some, or he grabs Hogan's brother at some point and lets out this weird, like, scream <laughs> Zeus is on the spectrum yeah is all I'm saying <laughs> and it makes the whole movie just like all of a sudden now you got like an exploitation angle yeah where they're like exploiting this, this mentally ill man fighting. yeah and help. Hogan should be helping him <laughs> and not trying to kill him or like fight him yeah it's a whole thing not trying to rip him <laughs> not trying to rip him rip him brother uh but again the whole point of this movie is that there's a TV network that's doing bad in ratings. Yep. So, with that being the whole move, the whole point of the movie, uh, once Hogan starts fighting back, or because he tells Hogan he's got to make it last ten minutes. Yeah, because Hogan knows that they got his girl. They got his girl. So make it last yeah. ten minutes, and, and then and, and then go down for the count. Uh, but then Hogan, the girl escapes. Really easily. Really, really easily. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, almost like they wrote this scene at the last second. Yeah. Uh, and then Hogan sees her, and he's like, okay, well, I, you know, no need to hold back now. Yep. So he rips up, he hawks up, uh, and then he starts beating the shit out of Zeus. Up it and, just keeps going back and forth, too, though. Yeah, he hits the he hits the big axe bomber uh, thing, and you think, well, that's it. But nope, Zeus just gets back up, bear hugs him. Yep. Uh, but now, the like, once Hogan starts coming back on him, though, Brel, the bad guy, he, like, starts losing his shit. He's locked himself in a control room. And he just where starts he tearing up. Because, yeah, like, one whole wall is glass. So he's watching yeah. the fight, and he just starts destroying the room. So, like, with the whole point of this movie being, the whole plot being that this TV network is doing bad in ratings, yeah. this guy, this has got to be doing the biggest ratings of all time. Sure. You have brothers in a wheelchair. <laughs> Rip against this, like, prison killer guy. And so here's your ratings, buddy. <laughs> Like, and even if Rip wins, like you said, just get another prison guy. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, like it's just people fighting. And now just have life. Rip have to fight that guy. So, but instead he completely ruined, he like, he down. tears off, like, wires. Yep. And he starts, like, hitting the control panels. Uh, fires are starting sparks in the room. And, yeah, so, uh, the show goes off. Well, first Rip kills Zeus. He throws him from the, like, up. One of the stories throws him through the ring. Now, did he die? I don't know. He had a trickle of blood out of his mouth. He did have a trickle of blood. He wasn't so, He wasn't grunting or groaning or growling or anything. That's true. Once, if Zeus isn't grunting or growling, yeah. you know something's going he on. He had four lines the whole movie. I went and I counted him this time. He said his name, <laughs> and then, like, he he would have, like, four. Yeah, literally have four lines the whole movie. And 
they're all bad. They're great. They're, the delivery is <laughs> so good. He has so four good. lines and one eyebrow. That's the thing about <laughs> Zeus. Uh, but then, yeah, then Brel fucking dies. Yeah. Like. He gets shocked in the ass after calling Rip a jockass. Because Rip gets into the room and kind of corners him. No, he doesn't get in the room. He's just on the outside. Oh, yeah, he is. That's right. But, yeah, he yeah he's, he's a shock ass. <laughs> is what Brel ends up being. Yep. Yeah, so he electrocutes himself and dies, and that's it. Everybody's happy. Everybody's <laughs> there's a movie called no, There's a song called No Holds Barred. Yeah, Rip sees uh, Randy. He's and, up and just jumping up and down now. Like during the fight, he looks over and Randy moves one pinky. Yeah, and that like gets Rip all like encouraged to do it. But like I said earlier, he's like doing the physical therapy where he's supporting himself with his hands. But for, I guess he regressed. And well, look, you know, the healing process yeah. is an up and down. Everyone does it differently. So that's, that's you know, let's take a look at uh, some of the aftermath of this thing. Uh, you know, how do you think this movie was received? Not well. Not well. Like, you, it, I could see it be, like, being number two for a week. And then there's a lot of movies like that where it does really good for one week and then the word gets out. Because I'm sure they didn't screen this for critics or anything. Well, I, yeah. I don't think they were waiting for an Oscar nod or something. So, like I said, the movie debuted number two behind Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade uh, with $4,957,052 in ticket sales. Uh, Hogan wrote in his autobiography that the budget was about $8 million. Uh, so Vince, who financed the movie, uh, Vince McMahon, uh, more or less broke even... Because of distribution fees, yeah. uh, the final tally ended up being about sixteen million ninety three thousand in ticket sales. Uh, so yeah, it didn't do great. It it made it you know Vince didn't really lose money on it. Yeah. Uh, it is currently on Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think? Uh, it's rated on there the the tomato meter. Four out of ten. Four out of, so it's uh, well, it goes from zero percent to one hundred percent. Okay, so forty percent, ten percent, ten percent, ten percent. That does sound better. Uh, audience score is uh, again zero percent to one hundred percent. What do you think the audience score 20%. is? Twenty percent, thirty-four. Just because that might get a little nostalgia and things yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. So uh, somebody here, uh, one mo- one critic. Uh, from the Philadelphia Inquirer has a real shitty take where he's just like getting smart ass. He's like from that for months now, Dustin Hoffman and Robert De Niro have been sitting in their dens and nervously clutching their Oscars. <laughs> they knew that an unprecedented challenge was looming to their preeminent standing among American actors. The arrival of Hulk Hogan in his first starring role in a movie. See, he just goes on to talk shit about Hogan. Yeah. Uh, one reviewer says, uh, I mean, if you were a fan of wrestling, then this probably would be one of the worst movies ever set through. Right. I mean, well, it was really not wrestling after the first yeah. scene. You're done with that. Yeah. It's just, they're hitting each other in a ring sometimes. Uh, one reviewer Hogan. called Hogan, uh, uh, appealing screen presence, what? like a teddy bear who goes berserk every 10 minutes or so. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty true. Uh, so yeah, it didn't do well. Uh, it got a 2003, or 2012 release on DVD from uh, WWE Home I bet Video. I they did pretty good on that. Which I have that, but I have yeah. that somewhere, but I don't know what's all on it. And then in 2014, a Blu-ray, Blu-ray release, which maybe that's what I have. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but here's something I didn't know about this. Um, I, I did know that this led to uh, Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake uh, taking on Zeus. And Macho Man. And Macho Man at SummerSlam. Uh, was that the match made in hell? Because they had the match made in heaven. No, no, no. That's a different one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, but what I didn't know was that this, they did a thing called No Holds Barred, the match, the movie. The match, the movie. It was an event uh, shown on pay-per-view December 27th, 1989. And uh, it it showed the the movie in its entirety, uh-huh. and then right after that was a match between uh, Hogan and Beefcake against Savage and Zeus that had been pre-recorded at a wrestling challenge taping on December twelfth. So it's not apparently it's one of the few pay-per-views not on the network right now. Oh wow! But uh, it's it just the one match. Well, no. So I don't know. So I don't know if they just showed. 
the one match, but that night uh, the results on IMDb or on uh, Wikipedia, uh, Dusty Rhodes defeated Big Boss Man. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior defeated uh, Dino Bravo for the uh, to re- to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, the Colossal Connection, Andre and Haku, yep. uh, retained uh, or defeated Demolition and Axe and Smash via countout. I mean, it would be a long pay-per-view if they did the movie, then all those matches. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Perfect defeated Ron Garvin. And, uh, hands of Stone, Ron Garvin? The stone, the Hands of Stone. Wow. And then Hogan and Beefcake beat Savage and uh, Zeus. So... Uh, yeah, so all the four of those matches, first ones were dark matches. So, yeah, only the one match was shown. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, then they ended up doing uh, uh, another match later at SummerSlam. More of a build to it and stuff. And I read it said that they wanted, they thought this movie would do really good. Because 89, that's when action movies were taken off. You know, Die Hard, all that. Right, right. And Hogan was such a big seller. And, like, his merchandise was nuts in the 80s. Yeah, oh, yeah. WWF. I mean, he, yeah. So I mean, that, they thought they had a winning, you know, formula, but they did not. But they they expected to do a lot better, and that was going to be the main event, just Hogan versus Zeus. But yeah, Zeus is so limited in the ring. That was going and to acting, be and just per- he's good at holding his arms a little bit higher than what they need to be on his side. He's pretty great at that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that look that the dudes you see at the gym where like they do one set and like their arms are all out to the side. And- uh, yeah, that was going to be the main event for WrestleMania six. Yeah. Which ended up being that's like when I I know I I was watching wrestling I was born in is 80- that Hogan Warriors Six? yeah okay yeah so that was 1990 I was born in 83 and I know I was watching wrestling yeah. from the time I was born uh, but the first thing I remember vividly like owning uh-huh. was the VHS of WrestleMania Six yeah which God knows how much that cost back then oh it's probably a lot especially with Hogan Warrior that was such a good build yeah. For that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let me see. During the filming, uh, this is according to IMDb, uh, Hogan accidentally broke Zeus's nose at one point and uh, accidentally cut his own hand open from uh, broken mirrors. Uh, not a lot of trivia for this movie. Not that we haven't already covered anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, Kurt Fuller played Brell. Uh, Mark Pellegrino played Randy. Uh, Mark Pellegrino was uh, they both of those guys have appeared in that Supernatural show. Uh, like I said, and Randy went on the pee on the dude's rug. On the on dude's rug. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not a lot of trivia for it. Hogan went on to be in a sex tape and be a racist. Be a racist. I mean, you know, their careers really took off. So, oh well, the question I always got to ask you on these things uh, on IMDb. Yes. What is this movie rated? I'm gonna go Out four. Of ten stars. I'm gonna go four. Ooh, closest you've ever been. Really? Four point four. Ah. Four point four out of ten, with a little under six thousand reviews I or ratings. Like, I feel like those have to be wrestling fans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you were a wrestling fan, why, why else would you watch this if you weren't? That was, like you said, there's not a lot of wrestling in it, but I mean, Hogan's all yeah, over it. Yeah. I mean, if you were born in the '80s and you're a wrestling fan or whatever, yeah. then you're definitely. Check it out. You're the you're the target audience for this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, so that so it got a four point four on IMDb. Uh, it's got a ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What would you rate it though? Ten percent. I'd I'd probably give it about a four out of a 10. four out of ten. I really like Kurt Fuller. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's so over the top in this, but he's such a good actor. And I like those little lackeys. Those were pretty good. Like Hogan and Zeus, all that shit sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Fuller definitely is the best part of this movie, yeah. just for the over the top. Yeah, he saves sleazy businessman, yeah. TV executive. Uh, yeah, I would definitely three or four. Yeah. I'm going real low. like it's it's bad. <laughs> it's such. I mean, it's got a couple standout. The Dookie yeah. moment stands out as always. There's a couple parts that you're like, oh yeah, that's. <laughs> but overall, man, this is a bad movie, and Hulk Hogan sucks. So bad at acting, worse than he sucks at wrestling. <laughs> Which is crazy. Have you seen this Japan work? Hey, maybe if he went over to some movies in Japan, it'd be great. He would have four different lines he could yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's our review of No Holds Barred. Uh-huh. I hope you guys liked it. Uh, stay tuned for a new episode of True Crime. 
We'll be back to... Uh, you keep saying that. We'll see. I don't think we'll finally get to it. Look, a lot of things have been going on in the world, uh, but I'm ready to talk about death and murder again. I've had enough of this happy shit. Yep. Let's get back to the realistics of oh, life. Oh, that's so much. Yeah, all this happy shit that's going on. It's like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough, 2020. We get it. We're done Everything's with, perfect. We're done with the good times. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be back. True crime, murder, death, all that stuff coming up. Uh, very soon next week. Yep. Uh, so let us know what you guys think. Let us know what movies you want us to review. We got like a we got a little bit of a list going. Um, eventually we'll probably try to do a watch along, but for now this this I'm is, looking at you. This is how this is gonna go. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna have to watch some goddamn tutorials. Yep. Uh, so again, thank you guys. Check us out if you're listening on i or uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, please leave uh, a review and uh, give us five stars. Yeah. Uh, that'd be nice of you. We sure would appreciate it. Tell your friends, share our stuff. Yeah, do all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, until next time, uh, Joel, uh, rip them. Rip them.